Thank you for joining today. Before we get into today's topic, I want to let you know of a resource that we have for being Ebtide Well. On our website, you'll find an online library of over 100 videos, including meditations, yoga classes, bar sessions, and even acupressure. You can get unlimited access to this library for a low one-time cost. Check out our website to learn more how to be Ebtide Well. Now let's get to today's topic. Welcome to Ebtide Wellness, where you learn mindfulness-based techniques to help you meet the flow of your life. Here, we authentically explore what is going on within us to best meet what is happening around us. There's no stopping life, but we can meet it no matter what the tide. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Rupp, inviting you to be Ebtide Well. Hello, welcome to the Ebtide Wellness Podcast. I'm Dr. Heather Rupp, your host, and it's February, the month of love. Yay! So just thinking for a moment about all the things that you have to love. I'm not just talking about romantic relationships. People get so consumed with that. Let's talk about the real love. Love for all things, love as the force of our lives, love as our ultimate connection. What do you love? And noticing what came up for you as I share this quote, it's an anonymous quote, that says, if I asked you to name all the things that you love, How long would it take for you to name yourself? So how many of you had yourself come to mind as we were opening up to what we loved? Yeah, that's not our usual habit. And that's that's sad. (laughs) That's really sad. We're going to change that today because for true love of anything, of anyone, you have to learn how to love yourself. And we focus so much on other people, on how we love other people, on how we get them to love us, on how we show our love or why we're not getting love, all really just secondary to the most important relationship you do have, which is with yourself. It's totally not cliche to say if you can't love yourself, then how can you love someone else or be loved fully? So today, you are going to create a new relationship with yourself. It's like couples therapy for you with yourself. And as this is the topic today, first, just notice for yourself if you're like, oh, that's so super lame and cheesy, gross. (laughs) Because some people feel that way. Like, I'm like, going to have to love myself. That's so, so weird. If that's something for you, well, then just notice that because that's, not really super helpful for you if you're resistant to the idea of loving yourself. Maybe you're super psyched and you're like, yeah, I love love. I love me. Let's do it. Let's let's get in it. And so we can keep fostering that. So notice your relationship to self-love as we get started and see if you can't be a little bit more open if you find resistance. Okay, as our first inquiry exercise today, we're just going to dive right in. I want you to think about or write down, if you can, a word or a sentence about how your relationship is with yourself right now. 
Good. And it doesn't need to be analyzed or fixed or, you know, discussed within yourself. You just need to take your temperature like you would in any relationship. Like, how are we doing? Are we feeling cared for? Are we feeling supported? Do we like doing things together? I'm single, guys. So my relationship with myself is like my focus. And I got to say, it's great when you have a good partner. <laughs> like I'm really excited to have such a good partner in myself. I take good care of myself. I cook wonderful dinners. I take myself on exciting adventures. I tell myself how wonderful I am and lucky I am to be with myself. <laughs> it's great. It's kind of a high bar for an external person to meet. <laughs> and it should be when you have self-love, you have self-worth. You know how you deserve to be loved by others. So let's start with our self-love. We can all work a little harder at it. And so why don't we find this easy? I'm going to go through some kind of common things. One is I don't think everyone sees themselves super clearly. We're so used to picking at our own imperfections or flaws under some you know, abused idea of self-improvement often. So we forget the goodness within us, the beauty that we have, all the positive, the truth of who we are and how lovable we are. We don't see ourselves clearly. So it's always helpful and you must associate and hang out with people that love you and do see you clearly and help you see yourself. You might even you know, say, hey, guys, what do you what do you see about me? How would you describe me in a loving way? And don't reject it or decide whether it's true or not. Just really listen. We're all in outdated scripts. We're all running on past information. So it's really helpful to get an update. If you're uncomfortable doing that with another person, just look in the mirror and see yourself. Say, who are you? Like objectively. Not to pick yourself apart, but to say, I want to get to know you and let yourself be who you are, not who we should be, not who we're supposed to be. That blocks our self-love when we think that we are not there yet, not lovable yet, because I should be this, I should be that, I don't do this. Your shoulds are dampening your self-love. So we have to know who we are. And mindfulness really helps us with this. When you meditate, when you're aware in the present, you get to know yourself better when you're listening. And that's how you develop a relationship. Imagine you're dating a new person, or maybe you're just trying to sort of rekindle an existing relationship. A big part of that is getting to know the person, listening to what's important to them. Maybe that's changed over time. You've been together 25 years, and you didn't realize that they love karaoke. <laughs> it's time to go karaoke. Take that interest, that engagement to yourself. And this isn't selfish. It might be uncomfortable. But for those of you who might find some resistance in terms of thinking it's selfish or egotistical, that's not it at all. We all know the famous idea that if the airplane's going down, you put your oxygen mask on first 
so that you are able to help those that depend on you. If you take care of others only and first, then you're not going to survive. And then you can't help like you want to. So if you need an external motivator for taking care of yourself, for loving yourself, for being the very best self to yourself that you can be, well, it will make you much more able to love and care for others. Your well will be full. Your self-worth will be intact. Your capacity to authentically hold the needs of others and meet them where you're able will be strong. So do this work for those you love, and maybe someday that will include you too. There's a quote I love by Michelle de Matane who says, Lend yourself to others, but give yourself to yourself. So by practicing self-love, we're not saying, no, just me. I'm mine. And you are yours. That's cool. But we can let others borrow us. We can certainly extend ourselves when it's what is right for the situation. You'll probably find yourself being more giving and more caring and more compassionate once you've learned to love yourself and found true love. Then you're like, oh, cool. This is how good it feels. Let me give that to others. And I know how. So now I want to dig a little bit deeper and this might be some raw or vulnerable parts, good, because being able to be with the raw or vulnerable is how we practice self-love. Holding space for even our ouchy bits is the highest form of self-love. So why don't we just do this? Why don't we just wallow in like heart-shaped tubs with ourselves, writing poems about our amazingness? Well, there's three sources that we can sink into Heart, body, mind, obstacles. And that's what we're going to do. And as I discuss, you can just see what resonates with you. So as we're talking about love, obviously the pains of the heart are probably some of our largest obstacles. If we're having problems or resistance to loving ourselves, there's probably some pain from the past there. Maybe we've never had unconditional love. Or maybe people broke our heart and made us doubt whether we were lovable. Most of us have felt this. But for some of us, they stick and they, they wound a little deeper. So we need to open up to these wounds and say, well, where have I felt unloved in the past? And how has my heart been hurt by others? Not to fix that situation or blame them or feel victim, but so you can then offer yourself all the love you deserve and didn't receive in that situation. And there's another obstacle of the heart, that's shame. For some reason, many of us carry around this deep shame like a ball and chain around our ankle that keeps us from living. Shame in its worst, not about what we did or didn't do, but about who we are. So if you're feeling shame, just notice that and love yourself even more and know that 
you don't need to carry it or believe it. You know, like the dogs that have been told too many times that they're a bad dog and they just kind of cower around. Some of us have that inside of us, kind of a cowering dog that's been told too many times it wasn't good. But then many of these doggies get rescued, like my little puppers, and get bathed in love. I mean, my little doggers, when I got him, it was sad. He would always just kind of like tuck his butt down when everyone approached, just the most submissive little thing. He wouldn't bark. And now because he lives in a world in which all he gets is love from me, <laughs> in pretty extraordinary, extravagant ways, um, he is a confident dude. He's struts. He's still a total sweetheart because his heart is huge. But he gets that tail up. He's just the man because he is loved and he's found his self-worth. He's not in shame anymore. He knows he's a good dog. So give yourself that. Tell yourself, no, I'm good. I am not a problem. I am not bad. I am good. It can be that simple. I'm good. Same thing with guilt. Guilt about things. If there's things you haven't forgiven yourself for, self-love can help that. Not to say you weren't mistaken or couldn't have behaved better, but you don't need to carry the guilt and punish yourself. That's not loving yourself or learning. Loving yourself is learning from your past and moving forward with an open heart and lessons. And that allows you to connect your heart to other things, the love around you, the joy around you, the beauty around you. And this heart energy then can be free to go towards yourself too. So just taking a moment for your own inquiry now and asking yourself, where might your heart be blocked from your own self-love? As you notice this and hold space for it, you're not fixing it or judging it, but you're just saying, oh, I see you. Yeah, I feel that. The compassionate listening. Listening to yourself is self-love. Let's move on to body. A highly judged, criticized, analyzed part of ourselves. Many of us have very dysfunctional relationships to our body in which we treat it as a thing that needs to be perfected, that has to look this way. If it breaks or can't go fast all the time, even if we're not giving it gas or maintaining it, we're mad. It's broken. A lot of the shame we feel is from body things. I told you guys when I got really sick over a decade ago and I couldn't walk, for some reason I was ashamed of it. It was just so weird. It wasn't my fault. Like, it just happened. But I felt shame about the fact that my body wasn't perfect. And I would apologize to people when I couldn't walk as fast or do things, which is insane. There's a very powerful movement and book called Your Body is Not an Apology by Sonia Renee Taylor. And she talks about the fact that we need to stop saying sorry about our bodies to others, but owning exactly what our bodies are and valuing them. I would definitely check that out. 
So notice how you treat yourself, your body, when you're not at your peak performance. Like when you get sick, are you not loving your body, but inconvenienced? I mean, when you get sick, you should be like, awesome. I've got this opportunity now to like wrap myself in a little blanket and I'll have some soup and I'll watch my favorite favorite indulgent shows on Netflix, like Love is Blind. If you haven't seen that, that's a great one for the February love month. (laughs) Body, care for it. It's all you've got in this world. Without body, you're not here. So love on this machine. Take care of it. Don't judge it. It's amazing. Every scar, awesome. Just be nice to yourself. Why is judging your body something that you make a sport out of? It doesn't help you. So a moment of inquiry here. Where might you have a block with self-love about your body? And as you hold that and listen, I hope you feel your body soften. It's been waiting so long for you to tell it that you love it no matter what. Okay, our last and probably stickiest part of our block to self-love is our mind. We tell ourselves so many stories about why we're unlovable. It's the inner critic we all have, and I'm going to talk about it more soon in another episode. But basically, the inner critic is that voice within you. We all have it that says, I can't, I'm no good, everybody thinks this, I'll fail, I don't deserve this, I can't make a mistake, nobody loves me, nobody likes me. We all have that voice to some degree or another. And it's really prevalent in our society where we're so comparative, we're so success and outcome driven. And you know, your job isn't to get rid of it, it's, it's fine. Your job is to notice how much room you give it and how much you listen to it. Do you believe it? Do you believe this voice that says you suck? Would you talk to anybody the way this inner critic voice talks to yourself in your head? Stop it. (laughs) Just stop it. And replace every time you hear the inner critic with something nice about yourself. So a brief inquiry here. Where in your mind might you have a block to self-love? Are there stories you tell yourself? Is there a judgment? Are you analyzing, overanalyzing? Waiting for a future self that's perfect? Okay, so we're going to sink deeper into ourselves with a meditation. Meditation allows us to soften into body and heart and mind to release whatever obstacles to self-love might be there and to hold ourselves in spacious compassion as an act of kindness to ourselves. So meditating can be an act of of self-love and teach us how to do that more. So finding for yourself right now whatever posture or situation is suitable for you, 
If it's possible, you can close your eyes or lower your gaze. I just want you to notice how you're feeling. Taking some deep exhales and noticing if you might want to say sorry to yourself. Like, sorry, I've been so hard on you. Body, heart, self, mind. I forgot how much I love you. You're not judging yourself for being unloving to yourself and getting in that whole cycle, but just allowing yourself to see clearly if you haven't been holding yourself in kindness and love the way you do all those other people. Allowing some deep exhales to release whatever judgments or resistance or armor you've put up against yourself, around yourself. Giving yourself permission to soften, to take care of just you right now. So let's find a compassionate anchor in the breath. Coming to the breath can be a real act of self-love as we release the negative thoughts, as we find a refuge from emotions. We find a space to be strong even if there's body pain. So let yourself Feel the breath now that's always there for you. This breath is always here for you and connecting to it. You can feel its potential to be compassionate, to be strong, to be all these things for yourself that you deserve and need. Just a few moments now, connecting to how it feels to inhale in the body, opening up space, on the exhales, releasing whatever you've been carrying that has blocked you from self-love. On the exhales, I want you to release anything that tells you you're not lovable. You don't deserve it. Anything that gets in your way of loving yourself, no matter what, release that on the exhales. From the toes, from the body, from the mind, from your energy field. Release the lies. The inhales allow yourself to receive. Have you forgotten that you can receive love too? That you are worthy of love? Of all the good things coming towards you? For you? Do you believe that you deserve all that you believe others do? I hope so. On your inhales, opening up space to receive Knowing you deserve it. 
Letting your breath now be centered in the heart space. So let the inhales really draw you into the heart space and let the exhales help you settle there. I want you to feel what your heart energy feels like. Softening into it, feeling its flavor, its color. Maybe it has a song. Amazing energy, this love energy of yours. As you hold the heart space, I want you to bring to mind someone or something that you love very easily. Noticing how that feels in the heart, how it feels in the body. Where the mind shifts. Holding strong ease, love. It's powerful, it's huge. You can release that energy from the external target now. Directed to yourself. Saying to yourself, I am beautiful. I am gorgeous. I am so smart. I am so fun. Whatever it is, filling your well of self-love. And noticing where there's a natural resistance. You feel arrogant, or if you feel unworthy, whatever, that's okay. You just see it. And you don't give into it or feed it, but turn back to this massive well of love you have within you and keep swimming in it. Feel your own love and allow it to be just for you right now. Soften towards yourself. Give yourself everything that you thought you needed from others. You start by receiving it from yourself. Softening into this loving heart with compassion, listening to what is it you really need. Feeling how lovable and deserving you are of whatever that is. Saying, yes, I've got that for you. Allowing yourself to hold your body in this energy of love. Spreading to the toes and the fingers. Your energy field shifting as you accept your body just as it is. So you ask your body, how can I help? And you say, thank you. I love you. And the mind, if it's been tangled up in judgments of yourself, 
plans to make yourself somehow lovable, drop it. Allow the mind to open up into curiosity of who am I? How can I connect to my inner wisdom and what's so special and uniquely me? Opening up to wonder about your existence, about your beauty, about how fantastic it is to be in your own awareness. This vastness, this hugeness, this is love. Let yourself walk in it. Not just give it away. I'll close with a poem by Rupi Carr called The Universe is Inside of You. The universe is inside of you. Look inwards and see yourself for who you really are. We are all made of stardust and we are all beautiful. And we love ourselves unconditionally. Thank you so much for coming into a space of self-love today. I want to give you some homework for the whole month of February. The first thing to do, I want you to write yourself a love letter and then close it up and at the end of the month, read it and honor everything and see if you've gotten closer to believing that it's true. This month, I want you to leave yourself sticky notes on the mirror. I want you to put them in your purse. I want you to put them in your fridge. I want you to leave little surprises of little love bombs everywhere for yourself just like that romantic partner would, why don't you be your own romantic partner that leaves a note on your tuna salad sandwich in your lunchbox that you open up that says, hey, I hope you're having a great day. It's fun, and it has an impact. Maybe you have a mantra for yourself that you can repeat every time you start forgetting how lovable you are. Think about that. Is there a mantra that helps you return to feeling love for yourself? Maybe relating to the poem, I am stardust. We are all beautiful. So I hope to see you next week. Be up tied well. Thank you so much for listening and showing up, not just for this podcast, but for yourself. To dive deeper with me, check out my website at ebtidewellness.com and learn about personal wellness coaching opportunities and events. If this episode resonated with you, why not share it with someone else who you think might connect with it? I'll see you next week. In the meantime, be ebb tide well. <laughs>